Reduce. Reuse. Repose. Hello, humans, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. That was really slow, but you already know it's me, Nat. And Janice. And today, before we get into the topic, you already know the drill. Janice is going to do some housekeeping. So let's keep that house tidy and clean, Janice. Um, of course, before we get started, uh, we want to give you a friendly reminder to follow us on Instagram at Reduce, Reuse, Repose Podcast. Uh, give us a follow and a like on Apple Music and uh, Spotify, of course. Uh, leave a review if you enjoy our banter and conversation. Um, also, yesterday was the release of Spotify uh recap is it recap what's it called i think so like rewind or some shit no frick okay your top 2020 songs or something Spotify wrapped that's what it was there you go so for our podcast we've only been here for a couple of months and we already have 120 listeners which i think is a proud clap clap moment good job ladies good job nat good job me you don't and see me. You don't see me because there's no camera. But you guys know that like uh, meme of that girl that like is pumping her her hand in the air and it's crying. I think it's from America's Next Top Model. That is me. I, right I now, I don't know which one that one is, but I'm sure it's fine. It's, I'll post it's it on the gram. Now. I'll post it on the gram. Y'all know. And then also we have 25 dedicated followers, 545 starts, and 400 streams. All right, so I think we're doing Thank pretty decent. Thank you guys There's so much. There's somebody out there listening to us. It's not just our friends. Um, of course, some of them are our friends, but of course, course. we got some yeah. new followers, and we hope you stay for more. Um, Thanks, y'all. And we are noobs, but um, we're getting there, and I think we're pretty interesting, right? I mean, I think I think we are. <laughs> At least we're talking, you know. True. I just hope that, you know, those people out there who are listening to us, you feel a little bit less lonely. You feel like you got two new friends because, you know, we, we don't know who you are, but we got 25 new friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe 10 of you guys are people we already know. Who the hell knows? But we're still friends. Out, so we're know. still friends. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family, y'all. <laughs> um, that's it for me. So. All right. So now the house is nice and clean and dust-free and sustainable. I would like to introduce a very, very special guest. And if any of our 25 followers or any new followers have been listening to our previous episode or have watched our stories on Instagram, you already know there's a guest speaker today in the house. And her name is Kat. Would you like to introduce yourself, my friend? Hello. Hi, uh, my name is Kat. Um, I'm currently stutter studying, stuttering Stutter-er. and studying <laughs> a master's in architecture. Um, I'm interested in storytelling with it um, about humans and non-humans. Um, I like Spooky-ooky. playing video games and watching scary playthroughs, uh, practicing yoga and listening to music. Um, yeah, thanks for having me here. It's gonna be fun Woo! the crowd goes wild everything but yoga is literally nat <laughs> scary playthroughs playing video games and um music music i don't know much about architecture <laughs> but you know anything that's not yoga and actually you know what when i mean music guys i don't mean like your pop music or your regular i don't know 
hip hop army, whatever you listen to, Nat memorizes like show tunes and like really TikTok music and like Instagram meme music. And it's like yep. she remembers the lyrics. And I'm just like, so I asked you to do this thing the other day and you couldn't remember that, but then you remember that. So it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any motherfucking opportunity there is to roast me, this bitch will take it. Of course. She seared both sides. Perfect sear. All right. Not a minute over. Medium well. I mean, rare on the inside. Fuck. Um, yeah. So that's Kat. Um, if any of y'all out there are, be, are wondering how the hell we know Kat, Kat and I actually went to high school together. Mm-hmm. She's a high school friend. And Back for those of you who um, some delicious food court food and sleeping over and great cheesy covers. <laughs> well, yeah, we would do like song covers. Um, if if we get to um, 100 listeners, we are playing that. <laughs> luckily, luckily. They just happen to be deleted. I'm I'm not sure where they are. <laughs> well, that's okay because I know Nat's covers are still online, and I will share that for all of you out there who are, um, who is supportive of us in getting to a hundred listeners. We will show you a little sneak peek of Nat and her singing. Um, so let's dive right into it, Nat. All right, so we're going to get right into the topic. Uh, Back by popular demand uh, of a total of three people, uh, we are going to be talking about, (laughs) uh, you guessed it, sustainability, but in a different way. And this is why we have our lovely guest here today, because she is well-read and eloquent and edumacated in the sustainability all right, in the sustainability. Any any of those listeners from last week, you already know that that was the quote of the last episode. I thought it was so smart. Oh my god, I thought it was so fucking smart. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, was, I just thought it was smart. Sustainability. That's the sustainability, y'all. Fuck. <laughs> all right, so let's jump right into it. Uh, sustainability. Kat, take it away. Okay. Um, well, I think first off is um, to think about how like sustainability has all these like preconceived notions and how we just need to like shed them all off. You know, like the like the mm-hmm. way we speak about sustainability in our day to day is like, oh, I'm switching over to some like zero waste practice or Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be more eco-friendly and like switching over trying to be like these ideas all have like an element of me and my usual and that idea like over there it has like an otherness attached to it yeah and there's like a distanciation without like I self-identifying with sustainability so that's why it will always be an other thing you know Mm. um and it's like the same way that you would describe going on a diet or like trying a new brand of cereal or a new exercise routine. Like it's always this temporary thing. Um, And I think there's already so much like identity politics attached to like sustainability. Totally. You entrenched in it that like, it's so hard to, to identify with it because it carries so much weight and it'll like, it feels like you have to then commit to that identity as your own. 
which Mm -hmm. a lot of people are hesitant to do, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's really great that you bring that, like, that, um, that up because I feel like a lot of people who think about sustainability go into it, like, too fast. You know what I mean? It's like what we were talking about in our previous episodes where it's like sustainability, you're in it for the long game, right? And like what Jana said in the last episode, you can't really just go and cut cold turkey on everything that you're doing that you think is not sustainable or like the world says is not sustainable. Like take it, take it this way. Like if you were to drink a cup of coffee, like two cups of coffee every day, right? And like you decide to bring yours in the morning because you're like, oh, I'm trying to be more sustainable. And then like you drink one in the afternoon. I think that's like you start, you buy one in the afternoon and you bring your own from home. Like in some way that is a bit more sustainable, even though it's not the best, it's not the best (laughs) example (laughs) out there because coffee itself is not sustainable. Sorry, all your coffee drinkers out there, myself included. Some, some are ethical. This is true. Some are ethical. I think, I think the coffee just has a bad rep because it's like, you know, but anyways, it's things like that where it's like you take one step and I think. Cat's point of um, it being some sort of identity, like stuck onto your identity and you're carrying all that weight with you is like, oh, you're trying to live, breathe and like um, live and breathe sustainability. But mm-hmm. some things that you do, you you realize like, oh, this actually isn't sustainable. So then you have that kind of like self guilt of being like, oh, well, I proclaim this. I proclaim that. But I can't yeah, really fully totally. do it because maybe there's not the option out there to do something like that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like really agree that with like Kat's point about how like, it's always going to be that like other thing. It's not going to just simply be like part of your lifestyle naturally in a way where you don't focus so much energy on it because of the weight. And I think that happens with a lot of like topics that, you know, people aren't taught like at an early age right like mm-hmm. like I was mentioning in the previous episode how like the way we live was never like taught to be sustainable like growing up Asian yes there was times where like you know we would save certain things because your parents are like don't waste that like reuse that and it's great but also like we were saying how like Asians eat a lot of meat right yeah we eat a lot of meat and that itself isn't quote like sustainable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think like with topics like these when it comes to light um it's like what Kat said when people are just like preaching the fact that they're converting into like a zero waste lifestyle they kind of become like gatekeepers which I constantly bring up where it's um it's it's a negative thing because once you feel like okay, like there's this awesome, great thing that I found and like I'm going to be quote, like a hero and like be better. And you're all into that like high of just like, I'm going to be better, do better, all that stuff. And then you start to gatekeep. You start to gatekeep where like you're having conversations with people and you're like judging them, maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously. You're saying things that aren't really like creating a space of like conversation. It's more so like saying that like, it's more so like saying that you you are coming off, I guess, like as a humble brag, but like it can yeah, come off totally. in a way where you're like defending the topic and you're like, that's not right. That's not what you're saying. Like, do you even know this? Do you even know that? And I think people don't understand that. Like, if you want to educate people, it's like how Kat brings it up. It's a conversation where like, she's not saying like, you know, for all those people out there who think they can live a lifestyle like this, no, 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 no. All right. You want to live like this? You gotta do this. She's not like that. 
right? Like, and sure, you can say that she's not like that because she's on the podcast. But honestly, like, I feel like if she was, I think Nat would just be like, yo, girl, like, I just want some help. I want you to teach me. Like, don't shame me, please. Um, <laughs> and that's the importance of, like, having this conversation and having Kat on board is because she is quite well-versed in it. And, you know, no one here is saying that, like, you know, you don't really live this life. Like, you're a bad person, blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. I really, really related to when Kat was saying how like it's always just going to be that idea of other and people putting so much weight and guilt on that that they do things in a way where it doesn't come off as like you're being better for the reason of being better you're being better in a way to kind of like resolve that guilt because it's so heavy on you so that was like really relatable totally yeah I think you brought up a really good point Janice about like you know Asian culture and like meat you know meat was kind of Mm. a symbol of um, you know, making it in the world, like you could afford the expensive protein, you don't have to eat fish all the time, you can eat like some barbecue pork, you know, that's like, totally true. Sustainability as like coming trying to come into culture because of, you know, the fact that we might, you know, cause our own self extinction. Um, it almost like you're at a crossroads, you have to sacrifice your culture, your own like Asian culture, or whatever culture, to then switch over to sustainability it's just too it just feels too burdensome and yes to, like burdensome. especially when you're like trying to spend time with your parents or something and you're like oh I don't want to eat meat like it doesn't become a sustainability thing it becomes a, a familial thing it becomes a, yeah a, a, a tension between the the family right mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I totally agree with that yeah it's 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 just really interesting to see um, a mixture of what Janice is saying between like the gatekeeping, I guess, community for lack of a better term, um, and culture just kind of come together where it's like people who are not educated in everything. And I don't believe anybody can ever be fully educated, right? Like mm-hmm. out of the three of us, Kat is obviously the most well-read in terms of sustainability. Oh <laughs> yeah. And like, we'll obviously be like, oh, like what's this? And she'll like educate us properly because we're asking her, right? But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if I don't understand every single culture that's out there, every single type of material, every single type of procedure, like the supply chain of this company, blah, 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 all these types of things, like you'll never fully understand everything, right? So like, what is the yeah. point of gatekeeping any subject, especially ones where you're supposed to be banding together to help literally what Kat said, like our, like from keeping us from like uh, creating our own extinction or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just those things where it's like, I, I wouldn't say like if someone was looking into like an Asian culture and they just saw like, you know, a bunch of like Chinese people eating meat or whatever. And they come from a family that it's like all vegan or something. And they're just like, wow, shame on you, blah, blah, blah. You don't know the effects of this. You don't know the effects of that. But it's like, it's not necessarily their mindset is thinking about sustainability. They're thinking about their culture, you know, like spending time with family. I don't know, like the culture behind the food, all that type of stuff, right? So it's like, it's those things that people have to think about as well. And I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot to think about. And I also feel like that kind of deters people away, kind of bouncing off of the the guilt fact where you're like, okay, there's all of these things now. Like, oh, I can't fucking keep up. I might as well just stop trying. You know what I mean? Mm Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, that's the thing too. It's like people who turn like vegetarian or vegan or like pescatarian, like, 
sometimes it comes off in a way where like if you say like oh like um actually like I'm a vegetarian like I'm I I can't have this blah 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 blah. like it's almost as if like everyone's just staring you at like in the room and they're just like oh like she doesn't eat meat like oh and it's just like I feel like people still have that like they don't Mm -hmm. make it welcoming and I feel like that's what also adds to what Kat was saying about how like just that weight and it all always just be like an other like an other thing totally yeah yeah I think like the problem with sustainability is that it's not just an ecological issue. It's, it's a cultural issue as we've been like talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. And that it's because of the lack of sustainability, our whole world revolves around this capitalist um, frame. And so by not choosing sustainability um, or at least just choosing something else, it becomes a rapid percolation of, um capitalism not only through like just what we eat and what we wear but everything else and i think that is what's really alarming and i like fast fast fashion you guys were talking about in the last uh podcasts and was like really well like thought out because you guys were talking about like the consumerist like perspective as well as like kind of behind the scenes and um, behind the storefront, you can see how much um, production and how many people, how many lives are being affected and are um, held up by these kind of companies and frames, right? Um, but with fast fashion, it becomes fast real estate, fast agriculture, fast gadgets, yep. fast travel, and now fast vaccines, right? Totally. So oh like, my God, yeah. So the world keeps on speeding up and the world is going through global warming it's speeding up what happens when we when we can't keep up with this what happens when we can't techno fix our way out of an extinction Um, so i think those are the things that were really pressing and it's also to like it's also good to know like the things that we hold dear like that great feeling of finding a great deal and like wearing your new shirt and feels so like part of you now right Mm -hmm. um and kind of dissecting where these values came from is kind of a good thing to think about. Like the Western world has kind of controlled this and we don't really think about um, capitalism with like real estate and homelessness or global poverty or agriculture with insecticides and artificial fertilizers. Like these are all like parts of, of sustainability or the lack of and um, yeah, there's just so much to unpack from that. Like, for example, like like owning a house or kids, like or owning a dog or traveling the world. These are all like values that we've put into our minds. But how much of that is really like our own um, kind of unique values? Like, they're obviously influenced and inspired by marketing, mm-hmm. by art by things around us and obviously by capitalism because that has has um, encapsulated like our civilization for centuries right yeah totally I mean like and this is like really opening a new world right like I feel like a lot of what people think like scratching the surface sustainability is is just what you eat and what you wear right and like when we go more into like culture and more into like the different um what do they call it the different 
I guess like factions of the world and the different like sectors of how sustainability is affected. It's it's a lot more of a mindset than it is. Um, it's it's like a mindset and a, a somewhat of an understanding in the faculty or the sector of the world that you work in how you can be more sustainable in those in those ways right like for someone to be totally sustainable it's like it's funny you mentioned kids having kids isn't even sustainable <laughs> yeah, yeah how i was saying like exactly. they're like enforcing like um they're not enforcing sorry they're like advertising like this idea of like adopting instead yep. of having your own kid mm-hmm. because it's like not sustainable because um the amount of like consumption ha- like having a kid means to the world is like not like you can't like like what Kat said. You can't catch up, and like obviously it's really controversial, right? Because like there's people who are pro life who are totally against it, and like also like we always we want to have children of our own, mm-hmm. right? So it's like to think that like oh shit, like having a kid isn't sustainable is like well fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. and like how am I gonna fit um, like a kid or maybe I want two kids? How can I fit that in a one bedroom apartment because? The real estate prices are insane. Exactly. Like, they're so dumb because people want to, but like they're starting to like make currency into things that shouldn't be currency, which is real estate, homes. These are people's homes. But because of investors, people, people who have money, developers, they're flipping them. They're making them more expensive. They're putting smaller units to make a dime and at the cost of like people at the bottom of the barrel kind of getting like, you know, kicked out onto the streets. Totally. But it's interesting you mentioned that. Um, What, I I guess like the, the, it's not really an argument. It's just more of like a discussion. I've been reading a lot of people like on Reddit talking about sustainability and there's like people who are saying um, those people who are like scraping the bottom of the barrel, who work at the factories of whatever, like iPhone factories, you know, agricultural um, areas where obviously it's there. These companies are not transparent, right? Like the people mm-hmm. are not being treated fairly, um, but it still gives them something to do and a job, right? It's like, it's like yeah. I, I hear a lot of sides where it's like obviously um, a lot of these companies who are not paying fair wages or giving people. Um, like healthcare and benefits and stuff like that, they're keeping them, uh, they're keeping the poverty line where it is, right? They're not helping these people, right? But there are also people who are saying, well, if you look at it from a, I guess, quote, cultural perspective, this is totally not my word. This is just what I've read off of um, the internet, which is the best source, obviously, of information. <laughs> and you should believe everything. You should always believe everything on the internet and never question it. <laughs> um <laughs> They've been saying things like, oh, well, these people like have nothing, like they have nothing to do. The only way they can feed their families is to work like a $5 a month, like wage, you know, to, to bring home. And that means a lot for their like rural village or whatever. Like, just like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that like, well, flipping it all the way back to like, you know, the European kind of enlightenment. Bring it back how like the world is kind of revolved around um, thinking that like technology is king and and convenience is king, right? And Mm -hmm. um, those were kind of put in because, well, they were the strongest power, like government power, I don't know, economic, economical power. And I would say that there was a, there's like so much wisdom and knowledge that 
um, you know, Aboriginal settlements that um, Western like explorers conquered and was like, you know what, your information, your knowledge, your expertise, they're not as smart as ours. So we're going to say that they're not that valuable, but we'll let you work in our factories. You know, we'll let you work on your on our fields. Um, and so I think that like, to say that at least they have a job is like, a f like, it's almost like, good job, me, like I've, I've, I've given to the needy and the poor who I've made poor, you know? Yeah. And, God damn, um, that's sad. You know, like it's, it's messed up. Um, and I think that like, yeah, totally. I get what you mean. Like they, it keeps a, keeps a roof over their head. But like, if you, if you look at um, like tropical places like the Philippines or I forgot, there's another place that was currently experiencing um, really extreme flooding because of climate change and like, like these floods usually happen and they're like normal, like seasonal, mm -hmm. um, but they're so extreme because of, of the, you know, rapidly changing climate um, that people who don't have enough money to um, have a more structurally safe um, home are then like kind of left to bear it and figure it out in the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just about like, especially when you think about Amazon, like the rich getting richer, the poor getting poorer, like when is it going to get to me? You know, when am I going to be at the bottom? Shit, yo. Scary thing. You, yo, know? Shit. you know what's funny? I've actually, not, it's not even funny. That's actually shocking because I've, I've actually never thought of that. Yeah, same. Right? Because I'm so detached from it. And that goes to show like how detached like someone like me is. No, but like, like it's not your fault. No, it's I, not your fault. Totally, but it's, it's like, it's like, whoa, like I'm just literally like following, you know, doing what I know, like not questioning, either like not questioning things enough or just literally just like not giving it any thought because maybe it's just not there in my brain or whatever, or I've never experienced it or been in that space. But I have never thought about putting myself um, not in their shoes per se, but just like, I never thought that it would, you know, I guess kind of get to me because you're... Like, I'm not there. Does that make sense? Do I sound privileged? I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> well, we, we I feel like we all are privileged and we haven't, like, thought there unless you really took the time to, like, dive deep into it, right? And I think, like, the point of, like, having this conversation is trying to have others kind of be aware that, you know, it's like what Kat said. It's, like, not your fault. Like, it's – you can say indirectly it's it's everyone's fault, right? Like, because we're not the ones directly – doing it mm -hmm. but it's also just like if this is what we're taught and this is what we're given it's really hard to just go straight backwards or like you reevaluate every single thing you do right like having these conversations whether it be like with your friends or your family like you can't speak upon this to like everyone in the world and that doesn't make you a bad person it's just like I feel like the capitalist like frame like that cat was talking about how it's taking over obviously like through everything with the idea of like convenience and everything being so fast-paced it's just we're so blinded by that and to be very honest our selfish needs what we think we need totally. right and what was being marketed towards us that we're just getting to a point where it becomes burdensome it's inconvenient to not do this like you know, it's, it's like, I don't need to buy a coffee, right? Like you said, but I want to buy, I don't need to buy those shoes, but I'm going to buy it because I want to look cute. And it's just like, 
it's like at the same time you can kind of shit on yourself and be like oh my god like why did I buy that like so bad blah blah blah. but like in the moment like realistically people people don't think like that on a day-to-day basis like even though you say like oh shit like should I even buy this you're asking all these questions at the end of the day you're the one who's gonna make the decision and I think like we're just so used to like what everything is going on through now, like everything's fast, whatever, and stuff like that. We create this idea that we need that, but we don't. And that's the part of, that's part of capitalism, right? They build on this idea that we need it. Mm-hmm. And like to kind of lessen the guilt for something that's like, like um, for something like um, to keep it environmentally friendly, they'll like market the idea of like it being green. Like even Zara, like I've noticed like, when I was like looking through their website, there's in the details, it says like, oh, this is made like 55% like sustainable cotton, right? And then this is organic, blah, 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 blah. This is made through whatever. It's like, it just takes off that guilt from your shoulders that you're spending like hundred bucks on like a coat or like you're spending a little more just so you can have like the ethical component to it. It's just like, I feel like, it's just what it's come to. And that's like everything like greenwashing. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, like that's, that's why I keep saying that like, you know, small steps, big steps, like it, they're all really hard to, I would say measure, but I just personally feel like everything that's going on, it's like so hard to like backtrack everything. Like it's so hard to shift the world from like seeing it from 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 a different standpoint and like I mean it kind it's kind of like what happened with like Black Lives Matter right it was not something new but it just is brought to light because everything is so accessible now being shared so quickly you know everything is just always quick 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 cancel culture like that stuff's popping up real quick you say one wrong thing and they can never forgive you Mm -hmm. right so it's just like I feel like like the more Kat talks about it, it's like the deeper we go into, it's just like, what is this fucking hellhole we're in? Yeah. Like, it's debilitating. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, okay, back to the the show I watched, Lucifer. <laughs> okay. So hell is not like the burning, like burning fire, like hellhole that you, you know, everyone is talking about, like what we've taught, what we're taught, right? To know or to think of when you think of hell. But like in the show, it's like, your hell is reliving your like worst moment in life, like constantly reliving that for thousands of years. Right. And it's like, I've, I've, I feel like I, and it's like, you don't know that's hell though. Yeah. And like somewhat, I feel like that's what we're in. Yo, shit. Are we getting you philosophical? Yo, this was just about to, was supposed to be about sustainability, y'all. Like, this went hella, like, is is life now a simulation? Like, literally, that's the topic because we're going into. Cats bringing in the real fucking facts. Facts. Like, you you really got to check yourself and think, like, well, fuck. You know? And, and even so, like, even so after this conversation, like, we're all going to have to go back to, like, how we live maybe with a little bit more conscious of things Mm -hmm. that we do. And like, that's the point. It's just to be a little bit more aware, Mm -hmm. right? Because we, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, you're totally right. Like, I think that the goal of this conversation is, is not to like, have like a bunch of, you know, sustainability, like, fans out there now, but it's (laughs) just realistic. Like, it's just to have this 
gut feeling that like okay like I'm part of this bigger thing Mm -hmm. and like it's not just about me and like just have like a like even a millisecond of hesitation the next time you need you're doing something that's that's when it's worth it you know yeah and like I definitely see that like with my my parents at least like I would say like, yeah, I grew up where like, you know, they'd be like, oh, save this, don't spend that, whatever, and stuff like that. But like, I would say like, my mom has like taught me that like, oh, like just, you know, it saves you time, like just buy it, right? And then- Oh yeah, totally. And I'm totally for that, where like, I think my money is, like, I think time is money. I still think that, but I've also kind of like stepped back a bit, kind of just like, especially in 2020 seeing how everything is it's just like yes time is money but like sometimes like just to take like that extra step just to like quote waste your time like it's really not the end of the fucking world and like that's kind of something I'm slowly interesting in introducing sorry to my mom um yeah specifically my mom because like she's always kind of just like oh like I don't have time for this easy fix pay it done right and it's like you don't really think twice about it but then the slower that you kind of bring it's like oh like it's okay like I can do it or like it's okay like just like don't rush it, like don't blah, 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 like just educating her a little bit on that. Like she's a little bit more aware now where she's like, okay, like I don't have to do that. I don't have to like be spending the money to get it done. Like I can wait, right? Yeah, and it's totally. Like, and I feel like that's just so important, right? And I, same thing with like when I talk about Black Lives Matter, it's like no one's telling you to gatekeep the idea and like start feeling like like guilty and like try to do everything that you can right now to like just yeah. try to like – burn out all the fires it's like mm-hmm. it's a long process and mm-hmm, it's like it can't mm-hmm. be fixed right away and like I actually listened to an interesting podcast called reply all and they talk about how there's this um during black lives matter um white people were paying their back black friends they're hmm. paying their black friends because it's like I'm so sorry like this is all going on I had no idea this was happening to like your culture like here's 20 bucks, go buy yourself like a coffee and like food. Like, I'm so sorry because they were so guilt, like guilty. Like they felt so guilty that like, how could I be so naive? How could I be so privileged that I don't know about this? I was so, you know, like blinded. I didn't realize that you guys were suffering. So that people just started like donating to their friends. And also like people would support black businesses by just giving the money being like, I feel so sorry for what's happening to you. I feel so bad. It's just like to pay their way out of their shame and their guilt, they do that. And it's like, you are missing the whole fucking picture. Okay, yeah. I was, I'm trying this new thing where I'm trying not so quick to judge things. And like, I like, literally, if you guys saw my face, which like, obviously they, both of them did, but like, you know, listeners out there, if y'all look at my face, I literally made the what the fuck face. I was like, and then I took a step back and I was like, Am I judging or is that just actually really fucking rude? Because that's what I thought in my brain. I was like, that is not the point. Like, we are trying to legit, what Jenna said, pay your fucking way to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's a thousand dollars. Do you forgive me? It's like, uh, yeah, uh, it's like, what uh, the fuck? And like, (laughs) they talk about like how there's like a bunch of like people who've experienced it. Like someone who's like a photographer and someone just paid her money like out of pity, not for her work. It's like, oh, you don't have to give me anything. Like I'm just paying you. That's like, it's just like, I, I don't want to dive into that super deep now because I know like that's something I'll, we'll talk about in the future. But I feel like that's the same idea with like, you know, what Kat was saying, how like, it's just so heavy on them that they need a way out of it. And it's like, yeah. you feel just a little bit better paying that extra like $5 for like sustainable packaging or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and it's yeah. such a, like a me mentality still too. Exactly, right? mm-hmm. exactly. 
It's like, here's $20 for you, but it's for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's better. like, I feel better. <laughs> like, I didn't do any research. Or I didn't do any of this to really realize what it is. But if I just take two more seconds out of my day to read or to find that one Zara shirt that's made out of 55% ecological, like, cotton, I'm good. You know yeah. what I mean? At least I'm doing that. I feel like... yeah. And I feel like that gets misconstrued a lot. It's like, at least I'm doing that. But you're at least is not like, I'm not saying like, obviously go ball, go balls deep into it. Because that's the whole point of us talking about this is to not do that. Because it's very unrealistic and hard. I mean, if you want to try, go ahead. Like, no one's stopping you from doing anything. And if you don't want to be sustainable, that's okay too, I guess. Like, that's, on, that's not on me. That's on you. You know, that's your decision. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. It's that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, at least I'm doing this. It's like, okay, but like, what is your at least really doing? Right? It's like the difference between um, getting that ecological shirt and not doing your research on where Zara actually sources their ecological cotton to whether it really is or maybe they're lying to you and it's a marketing scheme. Right? It's like, it's all of those things combined into one where it's like you, you, you go look at something that you still want. But you try to find an alternative without doing your proper research or like actually contributing to what you think you are. It's very, again, you're just so detached from it because you don't see it being formed. You don't see the effects that it has on the environment or the workers or, I don't know, like future generations. Yeah, I think that like um, it boils down to time and and beauty. Like, I feel like. Um, like when Janice was talking about her mom, like always being busy and, um, you know, just needing quick fixes, um, and just paying through it. Right. It like, that totally makes sense. But for me, it's like, if convenience is key, then why are we ultimately rushing? Like, what are we rushing for? Oh shit. This is like like, sustainability X philosophy. (laughs) People like often say like, right you know, when they're really old or like retired or something, they always say that one of their biggest regrets is working so hard. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't get to enjoy their life. And like thinking about like how much does our consumerism really satisfy us truly deeply, you know? And I think there's so much beauty left to to unfold and to like bask in in the process of things. And that can happen like in your own life without changing anything that you do just slowing things down and really taking it in like if you're if you make coffee and you're a coffee drinker and you feel guilty about having so much coffee like take in that that time you're pouring over the coffee grounds and watching it bloom take in like the the time you research for that like perfect white tea that you need because your old one has holes in it like all of these things are part of life and I don't think that you need to necessarily sacrifice them and that's the thing like sustainability has always seemed to be like a sacrificial like heroic endeavor like it doesn't need to be way it can be part of you and it can be beautiful you just need to see it and I feel like that's the mindset that like even trips me up is that sometimes when I like look at something I'm like oh fuck like I'm gonna I'm gonna go drink bubble tea like maybe I should invest in some like reusable straws you know what I'm saying and it's like okay like I feel guilty if I fucking forget the straw. I'm like, fuck, now six turtles are going to die because of my fucking bubble tea straw. God damn it. No, I, and I, I actually think that. Like, I go there and I'm just like, I used to just be like, oh, I want the blue straw because I love blue. Or like, if it's between a blue and a, and a pink one, I'm still going to choose the blue or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that was my thought before. But now it's like, 
the turtles are dying and there's landfills everywhere and you know like there's fucking trash washing up on the fucking ocean i'm just like oh my god and it's like 65 percent of those are straws i'm like oh my god like fuck my bubble tea like you know what i mean it's like <laughs> it's it's that kind of thing where it's like seeing sustainability not as the opposite of convenience even though sometimes it is I feel like widely widely been argued that convenience is the enemy, like the complete opposite of sustainability, right? It's like yes. you take the time to do something the proper way um, and like take and, and especially the aftercare of whatever you're producing. That's I feel like it's the most important, right? Like if you're going to farm something, I don't know if you're going to plant some seeds, you know, like you put the fertilizer, you strip the fucking land of its nutrients and you just leave it there. You think the nutrients are going to come back? No, man. You got to put some nutrients back down there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that like, okay, you're, you're causing it, but maybe like after you cause it, you can do something about it. Yeah. Like if you're going to, if you're going to throw something away, try to throw something away the correct way or the best way possible. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it's like a pissing contest between like someone trying to like do something like heroic, like save it. And then someone like feeling really guilty about it and seeing like which one wins first, whichever one wins first. Right. And it's just like, and I, it's just like, it's like what, it's like what Kat said. It's like, it, it can be beautiful. It, it can be something you can do. And it doesn't have to be like, I'm saving the day or like, I feel like a complete asshole for doing this. It's just like, but we're so used to being taught like that to see it as like, you know, when people market the idea of like, we are like a green company from blah, 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 blah. But it's like, honestly, if you really look into the details, like big, big companies, when they're saying like they're green, like you have to be very careful because they're just being selected with their words. And like, I guess that's fine. But also it's just like, I feel like we constantly feed that idea of like, we can't mention about being like othered. And like, it's just always going to be like that unless I feel like we are taught at like an early age. Like now I think I was like talking to Nat's mom and she was saying like kids are learning how to code at like grade one. And it's like, we're, they're learning how to code that early. And it's like, but we can't talk about like the other bad stuff, right? Like what happened in history, like they're hiding certain parts of history or like, you know, how to give back to the community, how to be a little bit more green. Like I definitely felt like during my, like, I, I definitely feel like during my time in high school, like a lot of people like didn't take giving back like seriously, like volunteer hours, right? They just got someone to write it off, right? And it's like, how are we going to teach our kids? How are we going to teach pe like people that you have to kind of appreciate everything in order to see that mindset? It's like what Kat said, if you don't, you know, just pour your coffee slowly and watch it bloom, you're just going to want to just get your coffee and go. Right. And like, I'm very guilty of that. I'm very guilty of like just needing my coffee, needing something to eat quick, drink quick, just so I can get like my juice ready to like work. Right. And it's like, it's great that you quote work hard, but also the idea of hustle culture and grind culture as well. Right. That feeds into it. And I feel like everything is just feeding into the idea of like quick convenience. And it's, it's like pushing us forward on the f like forefront, but on the back it's like everything that we're doing is like going hundred miles per hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, that's a great way to put it. Cause it's like the previous episodes where Janice was saying like, Oh, like it's not realistic for you to fully just go cut everything out and like try to live a fully sustainable life. It's like, you're moving forward so fast, but you're not seeing behind you like what you're actually doing. It's like, you're moving forward to like a, a field of flowers, but you're literally burning the road towards that field yeah. of flowers yeah. just like you're never looking back like you're never looking back like 
And then like when you have no more fields of flowers to go to, you look back, you're like, holy fuck, I just burned like six fields of flowers that I could I could have used, you know, yeah. like, after this last one that I found. And yeah. it's like, I and think it's, like, it's like, a lot yeah. of that aftercare, right? It's like, you can like, what I said last time, it's like, you know, buy the things you love, but love the things you buy. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do the things you want to do, but you also have to love what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that whole <laughs> mindset. Yeah, and I think like why um I why I think like it's unrealistic is because of like everything I see going in the di- direction it is. Like TikToks are great and they're hilarious, but like sometimes I'm very confused as to like why they're famous. You know? It's like we did this in our rooms in the 2000s and everyone thought we were jokes for fun. And then now it's like some like girl does it and it's just like or a guy and it's just like oh my god it's like the best thing ever and it's like but I don't understand like I can give credit to YouTubers way more because I think creating that content like I've I've seen that the amount of time and work it takes and it's like some people are actually really creative and can put their creative juices to like make something really beautiful I just still haven't understood TikTok yet I'm sorry like I'll I watch them sometimes like when it pops up on my Instagram but like sometimes you're just thinking like wow, like, I wonder if my kid's going to be TikTok famous. And then I have to tell all my, like, friends about it. Like, you see my kid? Do you think, yeah. our, do you think our achievement levels are, like, going down? Like, you know how, like, um, us growing up, um, I don't know if this is a cultural thing or just a stereotype, but, you know, your, your parents would always want you to be, like, a doctor or a lawyer or have some sort of, like, mm-hmm. professional, uh, sorry, some sort of profession that would, like, you know, make you hella coin. Um <laughs> Now it's like, oh, like, I want my kid to be fucking TikTok famous. It's like, that standard has dropped so drastically over, like, I don't know, how many generations away from our parents are we? Like, maybe two generations? Maybe one generation? Like, I don't don't fucking know how many years are in a generation, but you know what I mean? It's like, that standard has literally dropped so much. And then it's like, that business model itself is not sustainable for a lifetime you know yeah. what I mean like it yeah. and it doesn't need to be. sorry it doesn't and it doesn't need to be it's like it's ready to die for the next big you know flashy media platform yeah you know? true mm-hmm. and, it, and it and it also just goes to show how like everything we want is just quick and convenient because like those we videos are like 30 seconds at, at, yeah Instagram fashion of those just watching them haha it's funny haha it's funny ha-ha. it's like like, and it's like, I'm sorry, like, I'm not, I'm not shaming. I'm not shaming people who use it. But for me, it's just like very confusing because I'm sure like people it, like of our age, you see how hard our parents work to get to where they are. Totally. You see how the standards have shifted. And then now you see that like, okay, wow, like my kids could be like that. It's like, I feel like now I feel like I'm my parent when I like, when I like see what we're going to turn into, you know what I mean? So it's just totally. like, and I'm not frowning upon it. Like maybe something great will come out of it. Like it provides more awareness and like spread some kind of message to others. But I just feel like the direction that we're going of like convenience, quick, um, everything marketed towards like what you think you need. Like, do you need to be TikTok famous? Do you need TikTok? It's like, I don't know. You do. It's like same thing when you when you speak to people and you're like, th- like this bothered me a lot. But like I remember when people would. Like, just be like, hey, like, blah, 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 talk, 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 like, try to be a friend afterwards, or just like, hey, what's your Instagram handle? And it's like, the fuck? Just met you. Like, you know, and it's just like, it's that idea of just like, it's so quick. It's so quick to they just want to like 
add to their followers or whatever, seem popular, whatever that feeling is. But that instant mm-hmm. feeling, and it's just like, I feel like that consumes like everything, your whole life. Yeah, like the relationships become monetized. Yes. Their social capital, you know? Mm. And like you become your like your attention has now become like money to them you're like not money but like attention and attention is money and and time is attention you know and so i think that like these art of like tiktok um are just artificial ways of feeling satisfied like you've mm-hmm. achieved something because you've watched something interesting funny they landed like something like really cool and they're like that platform is just taking in all of your time and attention to gain a profit, to turn a profit. Um, But then what you're left with is feeling kind of empty. And like, it's really interesting that you find that the new generation wants to be like TikTok famous. And we don't think that's like, that's not like a, a beautiful profession you know i haven't seen it yet <laughs> yeah but it's kind of like that's really interesting that it's like it's not pretty but it gets it like like it gets sells you. yeah I, I think it's because the entire and it's like this is probably me being a pessimist which is like actually something i don't do very often so it's really interesting but like the entire uh, and might be getting a little off topic as well from sustainability. However, since we're on this topic already, it's like that innate idea that humans are selfish, you know? And it's like you have that innate like feeling that even if you're doing something good, like are you really doing it entirely for good, you yeah. know? Or is that going to actually become more convenient for you at a later time? You know, and it's like this whole thing of like TikTok and just being like, oh, hey, like it's quick, easy money. I just have to deal with the drama and like the hate and whatever, you know, like just being in that kind of in the limelight. It's like I don't think it's necessarily easy in the sense like as as, I guess I I don't know a profession. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say I'm a full time TikToker. I've heard like, you know, I'm a full time YouTuber and all that kind of shit. Like, I'm sure there's people who are full time TikTokers. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they're only famous off of TikTok and then realize that, oh, TikTok's not enough. So uh, join me at my YouTube channel. You know, it's like, mm. but it's like that idea of like, you still, and I, I'm so fucking caught up on this idea of like, you're not technically doing any good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Is that mean? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like, I guess. I'm kind of with Jazz the, on, on the point where it's like, I don't really see a point. And I think out of me and Janice, I obviously use TikTok a lot more. I just like watch it because it's like fast. It's like it kills funny. Time. It kills time. It's yeah. like, it's like I, I miss Vine. All right, y'all. I miss Vine. And TikTok is kind of like Vine sometimes. So I'm just kind of like, shit, like this is some good, good memes, good meme shit. Right. And it's like. I don't realize how much I'm actually like consuming this, the Amazon side of TikTok. Oh man, Amazon finds part like 65. I like watch people who buy things off Amazon that make your life easier. And that is such a dangerous world. I realize now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like sometimes when I watch those, like, or I watch people like do like, oh, life hacks or whatever. And it's just like, no, but sometimes I kind of enjoy the journey there. Facts. You know, like reading a book. I don't, I don't want, I don't like reading it off like my computer. We're getting old, y'all. You know, like, again, it's wasteful. I know to like read it off fucking paper and like book, whatever. But like sometimes like certain things, I feel like it's just like so hard to replace, but it's going to be different. You know what I mean? That's going to be like a whole new generation where it's like, 
um, everything's just changing. But like, I hope we, like our kids or whoever the future generation is, like we, if we can spend so much time on like TikTok, Instagram, social media, whatever that may be, we can spend the same amount of time like learning about stuff like maybe it might not be the most beautiful, but if, if I feel like if there's enough people who pay more attention towards it, it will be right. And I feel like it's, it's, that's the thing too. When Kat was saying how it's like, it's not pretty, if it's not pretty, it's not going to sell. Right. And it's like, we can make it pretty. It's just, we need enough people to hop on board. But that, that's why, like, I always go back. It's like, it's not realistic because like, like the amount of people I've met, whenever you talk about anything green, anything vegan, anything like vegetarian whatever sustainable waste free no waste whatever it's always like ugh, or like or like oh really it's like oh okay I see like oh she's one of those mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and I just feel like I feel like also like social media whatever like influencers have also fed onto that because of how they like promote it right like um there was that girl I think now and I were talking about like earlier where she was saying like eating healthy is like a choice Oh my god, yeah. Imagine eating right. canned food. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, like that to you? That's yeah, like the next time you pick up a can of like gross ass chunky canned soup, think about what you're putting in your body. It's, it's like, like I'm dude. sorry. Like I got below minimum wage and like I just get whatever the fuck I can eat. Yeah, it's like shit. That mindset ain't sustainable. Get out of here. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like it's like such a like push and pull right again a pissing contest of like what you feel more of and what's gonna thrive more in your head right and eventually like that's why it's like I'm not the most optimistic when it comes to like what's gonna happen and like (laughs) honestly like I sit at home all the time just kind of like what the fuck am I gonna do like you know like I want to do this I want to do that but then I feel like you know I have to double check everything because like I'm not sure if this is the way to go is this is this ethical is this right right mm-hmm. like people who like sell themselves on like um instagram where it's like make a million dollars in six months because they're like buying a bunch of shit from like aliexpress and then just oh putting it on and selling it right and it's just like sometimes i'm kind of just like well i want to make a million dollars in six months but it's like i also have a <laughs> conscious you know it's just like i can't like i literally cannot like shipping a bunch of shit like that's made in china and and i don't even know where the fuck it came from and that's kind of like what's so off-putting about sustainability is that um yeah like as you were saying the gatekeeping it's like that's part of why it's not working and also i think we all kind of know that we've we've lost as a as a like a race we've lost and the effects of global warming are happening and will continue to happen. It's irreversible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, and it's, it's such a hard topic that um, even if everyone on the world, like radically implemented, um, you know, new practices and tracked resources, recycled, broke things down properly, we would still be in the like least extreme scenario of global warming. And that can be so much to to handle. And so it's easier to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to stay in my like comfy Amazon convenience world because I know it works for me. It makes me happy immediately. This is all like too much. Why do I have to think about this? It's not my responsibility. Um, and so like when that's why I think sustainability is a culture that has been like 
it's it's had a rough like label put onto it. Yeah. And yeah. when sustainability becomes feasible, that's it's when it's not just like a pat yourself on the back, self gain, like it's part of society. Yes. Like think yeah. of a, like a Thanksgiving equivalent. Halloween equivalent of a sustainable day you know like that would be crazy Mm -hmm. and like people wouldn't feel bad about it it wouldn't be a feeling of self-sacrifice either it would be like a celebration of humanity and that's kind of like I can't even imagine a day like that but wouldn't that have been so much better than what we're in right now actually though like it's just something that people don't think about that's what you said like you're so it's like why why fix something that's not broken it's not broken mm-hmm. yet, right? And I think like bouncing off of bo- both what you, uh, what you, Kat and Jenna said, it's like that idea of um, people just wanting to stay in their comfort zone and not doing anything about it, and like coming together to uh, work on something before it's too uh, dire, when the situation's yeah. too dire. Like you know all those documentaries that you watch on Netflix that are like, oh, look at all these like horrible conditions. It's like where where was this when the conditions were you know like almost horrible? You know, yeah. or like, or starting to get horrible. No one cared yeah. about it. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, that, that, that is a reoccurring fucking human thing that sucks. Even in everyone's day-to-day life. And that's why, like, I think we can all agree. And I don't want to speak for all of us, but I feel like, you know, just kind of vibes over here. Um, it's like, <laughs> the mentality is what it is. Is what needs to be fixed. And like, it's, I still stand by what I say in the, in the last two sustainability episodes. It all comes down to your values. What do you value? Right? Like, do you value, uh, I don't know, not like the earth or anything, but like, it's more like, do you value your time more? Do you value these things more? Like, where where do your values truly lie? You know, like, do you care yeah. that, you know, um, Richmond is below sea level and if we have a flood, Richmond's going to die? You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that, that place will no longer be livable. And then where do all those residents go? Probably to all these other areas in greater Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, then again, really fucking expensive. Exactly. And like, then we'll have the issue. Like this issue will literally be like, oh, well, now we have nowhere for all these like millions of people to live. I don't know how many residents live in Richmond, but there's a lot. So I'm gonna say a million. But there's like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, like now let's try to find places um, for these people to live. And that will probably cut out farmland. That'll probably cut out all these things. And then it'll be like food shortage. Like people don't think about this in their day to day life. And I don't blame them. Exactly what you guys said. Like, it's not your fault. You don't think of these things because you don't see it but it's yeah. like being but aware you still can yeah be exactly aware. and that's why like I totally agree with what Nat is saying when she's saying that it really comes down to like your value and your needs and it's like okay if Kat lives in like a waste-free life like she does everything she can to be waste-free but maybe the type of lifestyle that I'm used to um, or maybe like my line of work or maybe something like that in my life that I can't really change cold turkey like we're so different it's like for her to be like, oh, you do that. And then it's like saying that there's only one right way to do it is is like imposing on someone else's values, right? Like you have to understand that it's like, okay, well, Kat can live a waste-free life because A, B, C, D, E. And it's like she slowly integrated that maybe in like the past couple of years. I'm just learning about it and I'd love to do it in my own way, right? Like maybe, maybe she's not driving a car, but like I'm driving a car, but I can drive less. I can carpool more. I can, you know, not go out as much or like spend more time at home, something like that. I don't know. But I feel like that's the problem with like people who try to like educate you in a way where they're like lecturing you and they're not really like helping. They're kind of just saying like you know if you really think like 
you know, you, what you're doing is like good for, good for like the environment, then like you do you. And it's just like, no, it should be like, Hey, great. You're trying. You do you. If you have any questions, like maybe we should do some research together or like, here's some research. Right. And it's just like, I feel like nobody ever creates an environment for like an open conversation. It's so black and white all the freaking time. And oh, it's like, if it was this, and, and that's why it's like what Kat said, it's like, there's always this label on like being sustainable, this negative label because of people who gatekeep it, who are so passionate about it that they're like blinded by just what they see and they just completely ignore everything else. And you know right? what? And I, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go finish your thought. Sorry. I'm just saying like, and and I feel like that's also for people who are like super selfish, right? It's like, you're so focused and hone in on like that one thing you want to do for yourself or for others quote that like you just completely neglect everything around you. And it's like, if we can put this much energy on, you know, making our social status, like on social media and whatnot, like amazing. Why can't we put the same energy in like learning about this? Right. It's because nobody wants to talk about it. You talk about it, you get shit on, right. Your facts wrong. And it's like the whole fucking end of the world. And it's just like, you know, you can fact check people in a way where it's just like, Hey, can maybe that one, Actually, that one thing you said I read on the article the other day, it was actually this, like, did you know that? Like, I don't know. I feel like also another thing to like healing the world is like people learning to listen and like really understand and do your own fucking part, you know? Sorry, I was totally ranty, but. (laughs) When you say heal the world, I thought of heal the world, make (laughs) it a better place. You know that song? Michael Jackson, (laughs) hey. Yes, I totally agree. Like, the like it really does boil down to value like it sustainability will always lose in the numbers game in this culture um but like uh, like if you you know there are so many times where humans have not been logical have not followed numbers because they just wanted to because they were they gravitated to it like Mm -hmm. you know people, people who have dogs but can't afford like a very nice apartment why do they do that because they love their dog because it brings them so much joy yes. like if that is equated to sustainability then it makes so much more sense yeah you know like yeah. it I think also like the idea of convenience and stuff like if you just consider the things that you're trying to like convenienced out of your life maybe try to think about like the beauty of the things that are that you're avoiding you know and Mm. I think that's that's a really important thing to like you'll maybe you'll realize like oh like all that time of like waiting for like my food to cook while I'm cooking like it's actually all this time that I would have been spending waiting for uber to like come deliver my food or whatever and it's like oh there's actually quite a nice like pause in my day because of it um and like all of that all of these processes that are being like sped up by technology and machines. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's great, but it's also like, we're going to get so fast at doing things that um, it's just kind of worrisome too. Like where is, where are we headed? Yeah. It's like, I worry, like we talk a lot about like worrying about the future generations, but I'm worried about the generation behind us too. Like, as technology grows further and further, like faster, and like we're living in it and trying to catch up with technology and trying to learn what's new, like 
where are our parents going to be? Like, you see you see the struggle with old people and iPhones. You know, like, yo, yeah, show that boomer how to use his FaceTime app. Like, that kind of shit, right? Like, you see that everywhere, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny because, like, um, my boss literally said that to me, which was hilarious because, like, he, did, he, could, he couldn't figure out how to use something, so he called himself out like that. And it's like, that's really funny, but also, like, I'm over here preaching about aftercare, and it's like, well, shit, like, when, when we're, like, holograms or some shit, I don't fucking know, like, in 20 years or whatever, like, who knows, um... What are our parents going to know? Like our grandparents, like when we become grandparents and parents, like where, where is that going to take us? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like there's this, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of deviating, but like, it makes sense that um, like our consumer kind of um, framework has led us here with so much stuff. Like, we're drowning in stuff. Yes. And yeah. the reason being is because like, there's this really interesting great book called Are We Human? And it's about um, studying archeology span as a way to study humans because like Ooh. other species have evolved like with their bodies, have gotten bigger ears, have gotten, you know, like, like two types of like fur and hair or whatever mm. and different types but we have developed by creating armatures objects to better our lives to to survive um to the point that we are at the top of the food chain you know and we can dictate what like at what cost are we willing to sacrifice other species for our convenience for our benefit um and it and now cap like consumerism is like basically saying like you can evolve your lifestyle if you buy our product and so it's Yo. so easy to just totally I'm I'm powerful because I make x amount of money I'm gonna buy this so it, it makes sense that's like make it makes sense that like why we're here <laughs> no totally but that's like that's actually funny because that you mentioned that because I was actually thinking about like um how complex and, you know, like, everyone's always saying, like, oh, like, humans, like, we're at the top of the food chain. Literally what you're saying. We're at the top of the food chain because we have, like, an emotional conscience and we have, like, the highest IQ and intelligence. And we're, like, you know, equipped with, like, hands and feet that can do things and build things that animals can't. But it's, like, at the end of the day, it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like I'm getting, like, too into it. But it's, like, how much do we, like, how much do we really need? that kind of stuff you know like like the, the animal totally. kingdom is like intricate but also very simple at the same time mm-hmm. it's like you have all but your little actually, intricacies but that's the thing that's what's interesting is that animals we are animals okay no facts and like <laughs> other animals are not simple they're actually so beautifully complicated and great and like it's so hard to know these things because i don't know you know you're, you're not really shown that you're just like here's a giraffe here's a tiger they're all gonna get <laughs> they're all gonna be extinct. Um, so like, for example, like the beauty of like, um, octopus, like how they, each tentacle actually has its own brain and they all, yeah, they all, I think, um, they all have their own brain. They all think independently, but they all are part of a greater octopus. How the fuck does that Pause. So if the octopus wants to go forward, does each tentacle have to agree like whoosh, propel forward 
Probably, <laughs> because like, otherwise this schedule is going to be like, yo, but what's this cool looking feeling thing over here? <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, this octopus, like the main brain, you know, the main, the main brain, does it just go like, mm-hmm. yo, yo, like Carl, like, you know, each, each of the name, yo, Carl, get your ass back here. We're not going to touch the fucking rusty ball right now. But I want to touch the ball. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. Monologue. <laughs> I have no idea, but isn't that interesting? And like mushrooms, like they're so cool because there's so many different mushrooms and they're so powerful that they are called a mushroom kingdom. Okay. Yo, fact. And Yo, fact. their reaction to their um, like environment causes them to break down, decompose certain things, especially. And that's why people are looking into uh, mushrooms to break down plastic, to break down wood and like there's there's like a thesis that i saw that is like starting to research that and like what are the chemical responses to like x amount of conditions or whatever and like it's just like the world like animals are so complicated like plants are so complex and like to think that like oh we're so smart we're like the smartest is just kind of we're staring so much and for so long at own reflections we don't see the beauty of the things around us i like do not believe humans are the smartest i'm sorry but no <laughs> no no yeah yeah i think i, I think mean, we're I like, like after this too. conversation no i cannot agree on that yeah like we're just a human race okay we're not the human kingdom y'all there's animal <laughs> kingdom the mushroom kingdom mushrooms as i guess like a quote like race or species have their own damn kingdom mm-hmm. like i saw this i saw this video of hermit crabs finding other hermit crabs and they're like yo this this shell that i'm in is kind of getting tight and he, they're like okay let's file so let's file up in this in like from smallest to biggest okay move and then they all like switch shells at the same time <gasps> that's actually yeah, that's really cute. So cute it's so cute oh my god i was also Can gonna like say shells <laughs> i was also gonna say like don't you feel like the octopus like his tentacles represents like the human brain like in mental health yo shit i just got chills like one one part of your brain's going like do it this other part's like no full fucking do it you really sure you're gonna do it and the other part's just like if you do this you're gonna die and it's just like no if you do this you're gonna live a legend you know what i mean it's just like yo "Eh." sorry it was like on my mind no no dude that's fucking crazy like and i feel like that's like it's so complex and like convenience i think at the end of the day is going to be like what kills the human race you know i feel like we just we we, we don't think anymore you don't think once there's convenience right these things that cat is telling us have enlightened me and a a simple fact as like an octopus has eight tentacles and those tentacles have their own brains it's like i was like what the fuck like you know what i mean it's like I don't think t- to Google these things and it's like I don't think you have to but like convenience stops you from thinking because the answer you think is already there and that in turn mm, affects facts. so many other things like what Janice literally said your fucking mental health if you start like and this is on me and like you know if, if y'all OG listeners listen to episode one or two you already know that I deal with like just like issues with being impatient and I feel like me growing up in this age of convenience and like as king has led me to literally being like, yo, fuck, like, where is my shit ASAP? Where is my answer ASAP? Like, I can't deal with this because it's not complete. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? And it's like, this shit ain't sustainable at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about sustainability. right? So after everything that we've discussed, 
What do you think is a great tip or kind of advice going forward, Kat, for our listeners? Oh my gosh. No, I'm sorry. I, I just want like one that you like, n- not necessarily have to live by, but like, I guess like seeing like what we've, we were saying the whole time, like what's something like you take out of it and like, how do you feel like would be, or like what's something you would tell people to like, I guess live, not live by, but like take to understand take away from this conversation i'd say to take things slow think things critically don't follow things because everyone else is doing it think about things that make you happy and Mm -hmm. and see like just take in the moment and slow down um and also don't put the pressure of the world on you yeah because when you do that you your immediate response is just to push it away and neglect it because it's just so heavy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. I'd say like, just go and explore the world, read books, look at stuff on like YouTube on cool environment, world, animal, plant stuff. It's the world is a beautiful place and it's at risk because we don't see it. Yeah. Can everybody go watch that hermit crab video because I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, Kat, send us that fucking hermit crab video. I've kept on thinking about it. But yeah, like, I really hope that, you know, there are some of, of you guys out there who are listening to us who are part of the younger generation. And, you know, just you don't have to, like, share the podcast or anything. The whole point of it, again, is just to ha- create that open conversation and have different opinions coming together to just, you know, talk about it. If you don't agree with something, that's okay. But just, like, come and, like, learn, you know? Like, learn something, you know, like, I don't know. Like, if you're lonely, this one, this one's going to be a long one. So, you know, like, do your chores, get some popcorn, listen to it, you know, write down your own thoughts and, like, let us know, like, what you guys think in the DMs because, you know, <laughs> our generation is yeah. about going down in the DMs. <laughs> I just had to end it, obviously. <laughs> Not serious, because <laughs> who am I? <laughs> thank you, Nat and Janice, for inviting Dude, me. Dude, thank you for being on the pod, pleasure. yo. Yeah, yeah it's, been, want- it's been, been a good conversation. We want to have you again, for sure, because you bring a lot of deep ph- philosophical thoughts and real facts to let these us, conversations. Let us know what you want Kat to talk about next time. You know, like yeah. how she puts things like, sustainability is beautiful and i'm like yo maybe it is like you know like <laughs> shit like it's kind of convincing <laughs> you know yeah but let us know all right well that was a little awkward pause but we're gonna cut it right here because it's already past one hour i know we're all looking at each other like yo who's gonna fucking cut this <laughs> shit off <laughs> no, but i didn't want to take her freaking you know spotlight yo true but take it away Janaz. What? Why? You you just threw me on the table. Sorry. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll say it. But, you know, just remember to follow us on Instagram at Reduce, Reuse, Repose Podcast. Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, that's great. But guess what? You can also listen to this on Apple Music. And you know what else you can do on Apple Music? Leave us a fucking five-star rating. Because why? Because that five-star rating keeps our podcast sustainable i'm just kidding i'm just i'm just please give us a five-star rating <laughs> my jokes are getting worse <laughs> <because this hour laughs> is a little bit too long 
Um, and then, uh, what else? Is that it? I usually don't do the outro. This is why yes, I'm not breaking do. it in. Do I? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> guys, I think she's on some mushrooms today. Oh, no, Mushroom Kingdom. She wrote a cat suggestion and she's like, mm, I'm just a mushroom. So these mushrooms that uh, eat plastic, do they? Uh, are they uh, edible? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yes, we eat the mushrooms that eat the plastic. So do I become plastic? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks again to our special guest, Kat, for coming on the podcast, educating us, and sharing her view on sustainability. Uh, I thought that that conversation was great. I hope that you guys think so, too. And that's it. Join us next week for another episode of the Reduce, Reduce, Repose podcast. Did you say a wrong bitch? No, I said reduce, reuse, repose. I heard, I heard reduce, I heard, reduce. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I heard. Well, maybe those mushrooms are really working. I'm kidding, guys. Uh, I'm not reduce on mushrooms. Light. Reduce, <laughs> reuse, repose podcast. I need to work on my annunciation. Oh my god, we said that at the same time. That's really fucking trippy. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right. See you later, y'all. Bye. Bye. Pass it over to you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> All right, Nat can't hear us.